Welcome to About Your Money. This is Penn State Cooperative Extension Educator Robin Kulik, housed in Elk County, Pennsylvania, sharing with you important tips that can help you reduce your debt and increase your personal net worth. Today I'd like to talk with you about conquering college costs. Parents who are saving for their children's college education face a confusing maze of funding options. This podcast discusses some of the options currently available. First, there is no best strategy to pay for college, and most families won't be able to save enough money to pay the full bill. To add to the confusion, rules and regulations keep changing over time. Tax benefits of some strategies may disappear if your household income rises above a certain amount, and new options for funding higher education may be created before your child attends college. The younger your child, the more time you have to save and invest, but there also will be more time for new rules to take effect. Saving for college. Starting to save and invest for college when your children are young gives you the most options. As your child ages, your options become more limited and the amount of principal needed to meet your goal increases dramatically. Your options include not only the type of account, but also the types of investments within the accounts. The website savingforcollege.com can help you start learning about your choices. State and federal income taxes are deferred on earnings in most college investment options. In fact, most of these options are free of federal taxes. Coverdell Education Savings Accounts For 2007, you can deposit up to $2,000 after taxes per year per child under the age of 18. To be free of federal income tax, withdrawals from the account must be used for qualified higher education expenses by the child's 30th birthday, or the money can be transferred to an education savings account of a family member under the age of 30. Series EE and, and I U.S. Savings Bonds if you meet certain guidelines, bonds are exempt from state and local income taxes. To be tax-exempt, the bonds must be issued after 1989 to parents over the age of 23 who fall within income guidelines. Children cannot be listed as co-owners, but can be listed as beneficiaries on bonds that are cashed in during the year they are used to pay for qualified higher education expenses. To learn more, visit savingsbonds.gov website. Pennsylvania Tuition Assistance Program, the TAP 529 Guaranteed Savings Plan. This Pennsylvania Department of Treasury plan allows you to purchase tomorrow's tuition today. The credits you purchase can be used for tuition at any trade, technical, or accredited college in the United States. Once enrolled, you must contribute at least $25 monthly per account. Friends and family can also contribute to it. To learn more, visit patap.org. The Pennsylvania Tuition Assistance Program also has a TAP 529 investment plan. The Pennsylvania TAP 529 investment plan offers nine mutual fund choices you can invest in for your youngster's future. The minimum enrollment fee is $50 per child with additional monthly minimum contributions of $50 per account. Again, more information on this program is available at patap.org. Uniform Transfer to Minors Act, or UTMA Custodial Accounts. Interest earned on money contributed to UTMA accounts for children under age 14 is taxed at the parent's income rate. Once the child turns 14, the interest rate is taxed at the child's rate. If you choose this option, be aware that once your children reach the age of 21 through the age of 24, they have legal access to this money, and they may not use it for the intended purpose of funding college. 
A 2002 change in legislation permits a custodial arrangement to continue until the child is age 25. The transfer of custodial assets may be delayed from the ages of 21 to the age of 25. But after the 25th birthday, all custodial assets must be transferred to the child. Microinvesting. Programs such as YouPromise and BabyMint can help you accumulate money for college expenses when you make everyday purchases. When you register your credit cards and buy things online or at stores and restaurants, a percentage of each purchase is forwarded to a tax-free 529 account you have established. These small amounts can really add up over time. You also can enlist friends and relatives to help by registering their credit cards with your child's account. For more information about these programs, visit their respective websites, youpromise.com and babymint.com. During college, don't be disappointed if your savings and investments are not enough to pay for your child's full college costs. Most families can't. For many families, loans, grants, and other forms of aid help make up the difference. Scholarships. While many scholarships exist, unique application criteria may make qualifying for them difficult. Your high school guidance counselor can help you identify local scholarships. Find out if your employer offers scholarships. Your child also may qualify for college-specific scholarships where they plan to attend school. Internet sites such as FastWeb.com can help you search for scholarships appropriate for your child. However, beware of scams that promise to find you scholarships for a fee. Grants. While some grants are available from the federal and state governments, they generally are available only to individuals with very limited financial resources. Pell grants from the federal government range from $400 to $3,000 per year. For more information, call 1-800-4-FED-AID or visit pellgrantsonline.ed.gov. Supplemental Educational Opportunity Grants, or SEOG grants, provide low-income students from $100 to $4,000 each year. Students must apply for this grant at their college's financial aid office. Federal Work-Study Programs Students in this program get paid to work part-time while they attend college. Work-study jobs may be relevant to a student's field of study, thus providing paid work experience that complements formal education. Contact the Financial Aid Office at your college to learn more about work-study positions. AmeriCorps This program is similar to the Peace Corps, but provides opportunities for volunteer service learning within the United States. After one year of service, AmeriCorps volunteers receive an education award of $4,725 to pay for college or graduate school or to repay student loans. Volunteers also receive health insurance, educational programs, and student loan deferment. About half of the members also receive a modest annual living allowance of about $9,300. To learn more, visit AmeriCorps.org. Student loans. Borrowing money to pay for college is more attractive than ever due to low interest rates on loans subsidized by the federal government. Students who consolidate loans and choose automatic payment options can benefit from reduced interest rates once they leave school. Visit finaid.com to learn more about student loans. In Pennsylvania, you can also visit the FEA website, pheaa.org website. Tax Benefits for Higher Education IRS Publication 970, available on the irs.gov website, provides detailed information about many of the college funding options mentioned, particularly their federal income tax implications. Take some time to read this important information.
The HOPE Scholarship Credit is available during the first two years of post-secondary education, and this credit uh, provides a maximum allowable credit per student equal to the first $1,000 of tuition and fees and more than half of the next $1,000. The credit will be adjusted annually for inflation. The Lifetime Learning Credit is a more liberal credit than the HOPE, and it applies to tuition and fees for undergraduate, graduate, and continuing education coursework. A family can claim a credit equal to 20% of $10,000 of qualified education expenses annually. Another opportunity is student loan deductions, and you can deduct up to $2,500 per year in loan interest paid on higher education loans, regardless of the source of the loan. You may also deduct higher education expenses um, for yourself, your spouse, or a dependent, even if you do not itemize deductions on Schedule A on the Form 1040. To learn more, read IRS Publication 553, Highlights of the 2001 tax changes, available online at irs.gov. The last resort. If, despite your best efforts, you have exhausted the preceding funding strategies and still need additional college funds, there are a few other sources of money to consider. However, these strategies are not without risks. Tapping into the following funds may jeopardize your retirement security. Carefully consider the long-term impact on your financial future if these accounts are not reimbursed. Using money from these sources should truly be your last resort. Roth Individual Retirement Accounts You may withdraw the principal contributions to your Roth IRA free of taxes and penalties if the account has been opened for at least five years. However, if you withdraw interest accumulations before age 59 and a half, the interest withdrawals will be taxed. Home equity loans. Homeowners generally can borrow up to 80% of their home's equity, and in addition, up to $100,000 in interest on such loans is tax deductible. Retirement plans. If you have a 401k or some other qualified retirement plan, you may be able to borrow against the plan with certain stipulations. Often you can borrow up to 50% of the account assets, up to $50,000. However, the loan and the interest must be repaid within five years or within 60 days if you separate from service. Tax consequences of this decision include paying taxes on the loan and interest earnings when you cash out your plan. And also, you're repaying pre-tax dollars with after-tax dollars, which makes this plan pretty expensive. If you are at least age 59 and a half while your child is still in college, you could use money from any of your retirement accounts without incurring the penalty. You would just owe the income taxes on that on those withdrawals. Life insurance. If you own whole life insurance policies, you can borrow from the cash surrender value tax-free. Interest rates are set by the insurance company and the loan amount decreases the face amount of the policy Welcome to About Your Money. This is Penn State Cooperative Extension Educator Robin Kulik, housed in Elk County, Pennsylvania, sharing with you important tips that can help you reduce your debt and increase your personal net worth. Today I'd like to talk with you about conquering college costs. Parents who are saving for their children's college education face a confusing maze of funding options. This podcast discusses some of the options currently available. First, there is no best strategy to pay for college, and most families won't be able to save enough money to pay the full bill. 
To add to the confusion, rules and regulations keep changing over time. Tax benefits of some strategies may disappear if your household income rises above a certain amount, and new options for funding higher education may be created before your child attends college. The younger your child, the more time you have to save and invest, but there also will be more time for new rules to take effect. Saving for college. Starting to save and invest for college when your children are young gives you the most options. As your child ages, your options become more limited and the amount of principal needed to meet your goal increases dramatically. Your options include not only the type of account, but also the types of investments within the accounts. The website savingforcollege.com can help you start learning about your choices. State and federal income taxes are deferred on earnings in most college investment options. In fact, most of these options are free of federal taxes. Coverdell Education Savings Accounts For 2007, you can deposit up to $2,000 after taxes per year per child under the age of 18. To be free of federal income tax, withdrawals from the account must be used for qualified higher education expenses by the child's 30th birthday, or the money can be transferred to an education savings account of a family member under the age of 30. Series EE and, and I U.S. Savings Bonds if you meet certain guidelines, bonds are exempt from state and local income taxes. To be tax-exempt, the bonds must be issued after 1989 to parents over the age of 23 who fall within income guidelines. Children cannot be listed as co-owners, but can be listed as beneficiaries on bonds that are cashed in during the year they are used to pay for qualified higher education expenses. To learn more, visit savingsbonds.gov website. Pennsylvania Tuition Assistance Program, the TAP 529 Guaranteed Savings Plan. This Pennsylvania Department of Treasury plan allows you to purchase tomorrow's tuition today. The credits you purchase can be used for tuition at any trade, technical, or accredited college in the United States. Once enrolled, you must contribute at least $25 monthly per account. Friends and family can also contribute to it. To learn more, visit patap.org. The Pennsylvania Tuition Assistance Program also has a TAP 529 investment plan. The Pennsylvania TAP 529 investment plan offers nine mutual fund choices you can invest in for your youngster's future. The minimum enrollment fee is $50 per child with additional monthly minimum contributions of $50 per account. Again, more information on this program is available at patap.org. Uniform Transfer to Minors Act, or UTMA Custodial Accounts. Interest earned on money contributed to UTMA accounts for children under age 14 is taxed at the parent's income rate. Once the child turns 14, the interest rate is taxed at the child's rate. If you choose this option, be aware that once your children reach the age of 21 through the age of 24, they have legal access to this money, and they may not use it for the intended purpose of funding college. A 2002 change in legislation permits a custodial arrangement to continue until the child is age 25. The transfer of custodial assets may be delayed from the ages of 21 to the age of 25, but after the 25th birthday, all custodial assets must be transferred to the child. Microinvesting. Programs such as You Promise and Baby Mint can help you accumulate money for college expenses when you make everyday purchases. 
when you register your credit cards and buy things online or at stores and restaurants, a percentage of each purchase is forwarded to a tax-free 529 account you have established. These small amounts can really add up over time. You also can enlist friends and relatives to help by registering their credit cards with your child's account. For more information about these programs, visit their respective websites, youpromise.com and babymint.com. During college, don't be disappointed if your savings and investments are not enough to pay for your child's full college costs. Most families can't. For many families, loans, grants, and other forms of aid help make up the difference. Scholarships. While many scholarships exist, unique application criteria may make qualifying for them difficult. Your high school guidance counselor can help you identify local scholarships. Find out if your employer offers scholarships. Your child also may qualify for college-specific scholarships where they plan to attend school. Internet sites such as FastWeb.com can help you search for scholarships appropriate for your child. However, beware of scams that promise to find you scholarships for a fee. Grants. While some grants are available from the federal and state governments, they generally are available only to individuals with very limited financial resources. Pell grants from the federal government range from $400 to $3,000 per year. For more information, call 1-800-4-FED-AID or visit pellgrantsonline.ed.gov. Supplemental Educational Opportunity Grants, or SEOG grants, provide low-income students from $100 to $4,000 each year. Students must apply for this grant at their college's financial aid office. Federal Work-Study Programs Students in this program get paid to work part-time while they attend college. Work-study jobs may be relevant to a student's field of study, thus providing paid work experience that complements formal education. Contact the Financial Aid Office at your college to learn more about work-study positions. AmeriCorps This program is similar to the Peace Corps, but provides opportunities for volunteer service learning within the United States. After one year of service, AmeriCorps volunteers receive an education award of $4,725 to pay for college or graduate school or to repay student loans. Volunteers also receive health insurance, educational programs, and student loan deferment. About half of the members also receive a modest annual living allowance of about $9,300. To learn more, visit AmeriCorps.org. Student Loans Borrowing money to pay for college is more attractive than ever due to low interest rates on loans subsidized by the federal government. Students who consolidate loans and choose automatic payment options can benefit from reduced interest rates once they leave school. Visit finaid.com to learn more about student loans. In Pennsylvania, you can also visit the FEA website, phea.org website. Tax Benefits for Higher Education IRS Publication 970, available on the irs.gov website, provides detailed information about many of the college funding options mentioned, particularly their federal income tax implications. Take some time to read this important information. The HOPE Scholarship Credit is available during the first two years of post-secondary education, and this credit provides a maximum allowable credit per student equal to the first $1,000 of tuition and fees and more than half of the next $1,000. The credit will be adjusted annually for inflation.
The lifetime learning credit is a more liberal credit than the HOPE, and it applies to tuition and fees for undergraduate, graduate, and continuing education coursework. A family can claim a credit equal to 20% of $10,000 of qualified education expenses annually. Another opportunity is student loan deductions, and you can deduct up to $2,500 per year in loan interest paid on higher education loans, regardless of the source of the loan. You may also deduct higher education expenses um, for yourself, your spouse, or a dependent, even if you do not itemize deductions on Schedule A on the Form 1040. To learn more, read IRS Publication 553, Highlights of the 2001 Tax Changes, available online at irs.gov. The Last Resort If, despite your best efforts, you have exhausted the preceding funding strategies and still need additional college funds, there are a few other sources of money to consider. However, these strategies are not without risks. Tapping into the following funds may jeopardize your retirement security. Carefully consider the long-term impact on your financial future if these accounts are not reimbursed. Using money from these sources should truly be your last resort. Roth Individual Retirement Accounts You may withdraw the principal contributions to your Roth IRA free of taxes and penalties if the account has been opened for at least five years. However, if you withdraw interest accumulations before age 59 and a half, the interest withdrawals will be taxed. Home equity loans. Homeowners generally can borrow up to 80% of their home's equity, and in addition, up to $100,000 in interest on such loans is tax deductible. Retirement plans. If you have a 401k or some other qualified retirement plan, you may be able to borrow against the plan with certain stipulations. Often you can borrow up to 50% of the account assets, up to $50,000. However, the loan and the interest must be repaid within five years or within 60 days if you separate from service. Tax consequences of this decision include paying taxes on the loan and interest earnings when you cash out your plan. And also, you're repaying pre-tax dollars with after-tax dollars, which makes this plan pretty expensive. If you are at least age 59 and a half while your child is still in college, you could use money from any of your retirement accounts without incurring the penalty. You would just owe the income taxes on, that, on those withdrawals. Life insurance. If you own whole life insurance policies, you can borrow from the cash surrender value tax-free. Interest rates are set by the insurance company, and the loan amount decreases the face amount of the policy 